Everyone's here? Mm. Yeah. Yep. I was about to raise the fist of fury if this is working. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what it is. What is up, y'all? It is your girl, Sid the Kid. Welcome back to another Sid the Kid podcast. Y'all know what it is. Welcome back to part three and four of the Oh K-Pop with your melanin black K-Pop fan experience series. Uh, once again, uh, I just want to get a couple of house cleaning things out of the way. First of all, it is 6 a.m. here in South Korea, so if I sound disoriented and out of it, I apologize in advance. Uh, I also apologize for Ashley, uh, who has come, who has uh, come from the dead, who has been risen from the dead, to come and join us this morning as well. This is the first time y'all gonna hear me sound like a man for a few moments. I'm ashamed. Morning <laughs> voice. It's okay. It's sexy morning. It's, it's, it's dedication. <laughs> this is how dedicated we are to this podcast. Y'all better listen. This out the fifth time we've had to restart this podcast recording, so hopefully everything goes well. A couple of house cleaning things out of the way. Uh, we apo- I apologize for not being able to record last week because of schedule constraints based Basically, it was summer vacation. And summer vacation. Just, I, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, so, but we are here now, and we are here to the part of the podcast series that I think everybody has been ready to listen to. The bread and butter, the tea spillage, whatever you want to call it, that's about to happen on this podcast. Anyway, let me reintroduce everybody who is on the podcast with me. This um, this podcast, uh, of course, have Afro Mings, aka Karen. We also have Sherry C, aka also known as Insoluble. We have Ashley Griffin, also known as Multifaceted ACG. We have Emmy, uh, also with her uh, K-pop uh, radio show called Daybox Emmy, and then we also have Jess from the Jess Life. Um, yay yay but she always got to do that i don't know why before we get started with this part of the podcast i wanted to preface this what what we are specifically going to be talking about and kind of streamline this discussion as moderator but in this podcast uh specifically part one we're going to be talking about what are certain instances or things that K idols or people in the entertainment industry have done that Lessons. have uh, stuck with us that we were offended by or felt were racially insensitive or just you know just was a big no no. Uh, whether mm-hmm. that's against black K pop fans or just K pop fans of color uh, who have felt that just what the what a K pop idol or what someone in the entertainment industry has done was just not cool whatsoever. And uh, this is, you know, can be covering anything from appropriation, blackface, and word, you know, anything in terms of actions that have happening in the entertainment spectrum specifically. We could talk about the whole societal thing, but that that's going to be a good four-hour podcast. So we're just going to try and keep it within the entertainment space. And to start off this conversation, me and Karen, and I believe we've all had this discussion within our own group chat, um, we wanted to talk about the difference between racism and then there's colorism and classism, right? So we have, you know, those three kind of two things that can be kind of distinguished between each other. And while we know some actions of people can be 
quite racist. Um, just blatantly, they don't like a certain race. They don't want to interact with another race. They don't think a race deserves equal opportunity, whatever that may be. Can we say that for people with for idols and people in the entertainment industry? Uh, is it really racism when it's a fact that for generations uh, in Korean society, people with a tailored skin tone or certain features were seen of high status royalty uh, didn't do you know what they called manual labor or the dirty work outside where people with darker skin or more tan skin were seen that way uh it's 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 kind of it's been that mentality for not just korean society or uh this country but for some other countries as well and it's is it more of a classism thing or more of a colorism thing so i think i want to point this off to karen because i think she's been more vocal about this than I have oh. recently, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't ready for that, but okay. Expert, <laughs> <laughs> let's go here and just hit us with the knowledge. Okay. Um, so, okay, let me get my little note. Ooh, she got notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to be prepared for all these things. Um, okay, so, uh, so I was doing some research, you know, um, because like the sort of, the example that I had was a bit of a weird one. Um, but I'm not going to jump into that now, but I just kind of wanted to talk about how, like, in terms of Asian communities, they kind of perceive, the way they perceive, like, colour is a little bit different to the way we do. And there was um, actually a research done by um, a law professor called Trina Jones in America, and it was called, like, The Significance of Skin Colour in Asian and Asian American Communities. And she was just basically talking about, like, how... Um, with when it comes to colorism how for uh, for black communities it tends to be more rooted in um racism and our history of colonialism and white supremacy whereas like in asian communities um it's really to do with classism as um sid mentioned and how this preference for you know paler skin is really rooted in you know centuries of this belief that people that had paler skin were just more educated, um, just basically better and superior. And people who had darker skin, the tan skin, were you know, lower class, um, laborers, um, basically just not kind of worth the time of day, basically. And this is where, I don't know, um, I guess in some ways it intersects, obviously with colorism is like a stepping stone to racism, basically. And you just kind of have to be aware of which, in terms of what actually, uh, I guess, what am I even talking about? Basically, basically, with, with all these examples of like, you know, these problematic things that idols have done or actors or whatever have done, you always have to kind of go back and think, is it really racism towards like black people or is it rooted in that? Or is it really just their age old like, ideology of like paler skin being better than um you know than darker skin but in the context of like Asians not anyone else but that's basically like the very summarized version of like my research I did so carry on if you want <laughs> <laughs> right so with that being said now with that being prefaced do we feel hmm. that some of these things we're going to talk about were they racially incentivized was it more of the image side the more classism side or is it just because of what they've seen in you know we talk about what they see in the movies and social Mm. media 
you know, how they approach us with, yo, what's up? Where it's like, or you could say hello. Um, or how some people are like, oh, black people are gangsters or they you know that type of thing. So who wants to kind of comment on that now that we have put that kind of foundation under the bottom of our converse- conversation? <coughs> Me? Should I go uh, first? I, I thought somebody well, was going to... Oh, yeah, someone, someone <laughs> cleared their throat. Who, who cleared their yeah. throat? Who was going to start? Oh, I, I, kind of, I just cleared my throat because it, it needed to be clear. Oh. And, like, oh. y'all just <laughs> quit. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's um, a mixture of both, to be honest. Yeah, so it's the whole... It's been embedded in them for, like, you know, centuries, generation by generation. The whole colorism thing, being paler is more beautiful. You'll be wanted more it's that whole fact of like it's it's the norm to them like not even just koreans like in asia um but then i also think it's a bit of ignorance and what they see on tv and how they think they should greet certain people so and i i don't i don't think that idols are like hardcore like redneck racists do you know what i mean i think it's just mm-hmm. the whole like let me try and impress people and also um some things they say is just like that's normal to them like for example um one her monster x he's like pale 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 i've spotted like some comments that he'll make like on tape because it's normal and it doesn't even get flagged up like i think it was like um they were shooting something like in la and he was like oh i need to get out of the sun before i get dark like shonu and i'm like oh if you if you got dark like shonu you'd be blessed <laughs> like, <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. Yeah, it was um it was for their temperature dvd i've not i've not seen it but i just saw like clips um yeah yeah I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, oh, before I get dark, like, show And I was just thinking, that's that's a good thing, but okay, whatever. And then um, they were filming for their beautiful, like, album jacket. And one of his scenes was in a bath of milk. And he was, like, so happy. He was like, oh, yeah, like, it's going to make my skin, like, even better. So I think it's just, like, that's normal to say. Like, that's not, that's not like, offensive or rude or insensitive, like, in their society. But then, obviously, to <clears> us, we're like, mm. So there's some points where it's normality and there's some points where you're just being stupid um, and, you know, you want to do blackface and say stupid things like yo, 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 whatever. So it's a mixture of everything. Whereas um, I can't say that I think some idols are like hard, hardcore racist because I need to think of examples. Examples I have, I don't know if I'm going to go into them now because I think we need to kind of wait till we get to that part. So yeah. I won't go into it now. But yeah, so I think it's just a mixture of ignorance trying to impress people and society so <laughs> societal <laughs> norms we got yet. yeah <laughs> so, yeah i think i think that's what it is but then also you need to learn as well like how many times so it's just a mixture of everything to be honest right emmy yeah emmy yeah. how, how do you feel about um i've been it's not that i've been quiet on any of these issues it's just that i've been in k-pop for such a little time that i just want to sit back and absorb everything because the way that i always am and i probably tick my mom off is i'm always one to be like oh well this is i'm always devil's advocate to to everything except for like extreme things so like i've been like questioning you know i've seen some comments from fans i've seen comments from people that are definitely on one side people that are definitely on the other people that are on the fence there's some situations where I'm like, all right, this is point blank, like insensitive, it's wrong. And there's other points where I'm like, well, technically because they were raised and it's not because they're my favorite group. It's not because I think they're my Korean daddy. It's not anything like that. <laughs> it's just because I literally, 
I literally just want to sit back and take in both sides before I say anything. So to my listeners that are listening in right now, that's why usually um, like I'll speak up on certain things like on my radio show a long time ago. One of the first things I've ever tackled was um, Bam Bam saying the N word mm. at Mark's house when they were here for their first time. Um, what else did I talk about? Just different things. And those things where you point blank have evidence and you point blank see these mm-hmm. certain things that's where i'm like okay, like that's too out of the box um but i think that a lot of times it's just like you have that and then there's one argument that my friend always has with certain people like uh jaehyun which recently there was like a song i don't know the song and then there's a line where there's an n-word and he was on his radio show with johnny and ct night night and he said like it looks like it to me it doesn't and this is my first time saying it but i don't know if anyone's seen the video but nah. he's like he like words the n-word mm. and my friend's like you know johnny's lived in connecticut for years you have you know the eric nam you have mark from nct you have wendy you have these people like i am you have these people that have lived here or outside of korea for years mm-hmm. and their argument is always if they live here they know better and for me personally that's grown up where i've grown up there's nepalese there's cambodian there's spanish there's every kind of african mostly ghanaian mm-hmm. there's so many other races here that when they come here as exchange students or when they come here they come here knowing that if they haven't immigrated over to america or immigrated over to europe or australia they are coming over here because their parent wants them to get a good education and then they're going back to where they're coming from mm-hmm. so a lot of the time, me personally, when I've been in school and I've seen the Ghanaian cliques, you have the Asians that stick together. They don't, they don't like hang out with other people because they're curious. Some Asians or some people of other races and other cultures generally are not concerned with our culture, that's and true. that's where that's where that and that's where our line of okay, you're not concerned with our culture, but you want to wear our culture. That's where I that's where yeah. I draw the line where I'm like, okay, now you need to learn about us. Right, but some generally just want to sing and be on stage they listen mm. to what their style is to wear they after if someone tells them that it's wrong they're like oh snap i don't want to wear that anymore but some idols generally do not care about any other culture or races besides their own does that mean that they're racist no does that mean that they may do racially insensitive things hell yes yeah. mm. and that's where i currently am just pick it like i don't know i think i pick and choose the battles because some things people know Oh, yeah. Just because an idol speaks English, just because an idol speaks English, doesn't mean they know American, Black, European, every other culture that speaks English. They don't know our culture. Like I can sit here and say that I know some type of Korean, but you don't see me going over there being like, yeah. And then I go over to Korea, and someone's like, she should know better. She knows five words in Korean. Like it's not that's true. that easy. And, right. and that's where I, agree. I yeah. with a lot of. And um, yeah, so a lot of things that when they come here, they stay in their own cliques. They're here for three, four months. If they're here for four years, they jump around and no kid, like remember us all as kids. We didn't really talk to people that, you know, really didn't seem like they could understand us. I remember growing up where I'm from, if you couldn't speak the same language, people were so mean to you and, and, and your actions got shoot and y'all ended up fighting. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot just stick to what they know because of that that homogeneous like country that they grew up in and that's where i currently am at i'm always devil's advocate unless there's like some really like okay you know you did blackface there's no there's no way to defend that right. um but sometimes um like with wanho milk um sitting in a milk bath um traditionally 
Korean women, um, especially the women, because they had back then they had to try and get married off really like the high statuses. They would bathe in milk. Right. They would bathe in yeah. substances. So for him to say that, that's culturally like like Sherry just said, that's just what their people did. But to like if I was to show that to my aunt who's very like pro-black and you know goes to rallies and stuff she'd be like what's wrong with this kid you know <laughs> so um i just think that uh, i don't know and it's on both sides like i have some examples that we'll get into later of actually some american artists and rappers right. that say asian sensitive things right. that we'll get to but that's where i'm at i'm devil's advocate and um yeah. Yes, love a devil's advocate. Ooh, Emmy, you kind of popped off there for a few minutes. Uh, all right, and then uh, just an update. Ashley, she accidentally like busted her Korean phone. Like her her phone that the app is on, like it's completely busted. Yeah. Apparently. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, this phone. So I don't think she'll be joining us again anytime soon. Oh my god. Like no. next to me, like I didn't plan on spending money on this today. Jess, was there anything you would like to um, comment on your side as well? Uh, I mean, not much because, uh, I mean, you all pretty much hit the nail on the head. And I feel like I'll be beating a dead horse. But um, one thing I do want to say is, um, you know, what Emmy mentioned about them not knowing about the culture. uh, I think some things are just not excusable like you don't have to know about the culture to not do certain things i think certain things fall into you know the realm of common sense so it's like (laughs) like you know you don't have to know about my culture to know not to say the n-word or to know not to try to quote-unquote talk black or to not wear blackface or you know just like it's, it's just certain things that fall into the realm of common sense and that's why i get so yeah it's it's inexcusable and that's why i get so infuriated when the fans come out of nowhere and try to defend them like oh they didn't know they didn't know they don't know about culture okay they may not know about my culture but common sense will tell you not to do that shit so it's like it's just just (laughs) some things you like you you just know so like yeah Mm. that's all i have to say about that Mm. all right with that being said um, my kind of two cents is, you know, the one the one thing that I know we're getting into events a little bit, but um, the one thing for me is that when uh, kind of the whole recent quote unquote somebody said drama with uh, BTS and G-Men, we'll get into that in a moment. But um, oh yeah, that the whole mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole I forgot about that. that G-Men use uh, that is. When, you know, we put in Google Translate, or when I asked my creative teach, teaching partners, kind of like what that means, they were kind of like, uh, it's not really a good word. It's kind of like the equivalent of the N word, um, just without the hard ER, apparently. I don't know if they think that's difference or not. But anyway, um, and it's kind of just like uh, my Korean teaching partner said, she said, you know, people usually said that back in the day, like, kind of like, it's kind of like a class thing which is what kind of put it into perspective with me and why, you know, mm. why uh, me and Karen have also been going back and forth about that because I I didn't know how to feel about it and I was a little bit upset that people are trying to sweep that under the rug because that's a learning experience for me. As somebody mm-hmm. who's living in Korea currently and I see that word and I'm just like, wait, what does that actually mean? Is that actually a bad word or not? Like, should I, you know, keep my ears open if somebody ever called me that? And right. When my Korean teacher partner was like, she's like, she's kind of like in, she knows like, she's um, 
she's kind of very into like the street slang type of she's very like street smart in korea so she's like uh i love her to death but um she was like you know that's something people would say if you were like oh like between friends like jokingly like oh like you're getting very tan skin when they would use the term but she said if anybody ever calls you that sydney or anybody of color in this office you need to come tell me immediately because that's not okay and i mm. was okay so <laughs> um it, it's interesting how a phrase can be also transformed too is another thing i want to mention because she mentioned it's very more of a classism thing of like you know people who used to work out in the field that's what you used to call them um back in the day and she's in that nowadays that if anybody ever called me that she's like that's not okay so it's like it's interesting how it translates to being the n-word but at the same time it's meaning that you're of a lower class or status which it's it's kind of like I don't know when you were set, you were called the n-word with the hard er that's what that's what it meant to do it meant to dehumanize you it meant you feel lesser it meant you feel like second uh third class citizen basically and so it's interesting how that word kind of <coughs> forms between lines especially between cultures too so um that's yeah, what the, i say on that but yeah um, the face the face i know that you said that though like and, I, and we've had conversations you know not within right. the podcast about this and but now that you've explained it further, the face that Jungkook made in the video makes more sense now, though, because he was like, his, I don't know if y'all can remember the video, but his face is more of a concerned face. Sure. He's like, yeah. yeah, it was like mm -hmm. shock and concern. And then he responded, no, I look more like you. Like, I'm like, it's like he wasn't, mm. he didn't want to accept what uh, Jimin said to him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so, you know, maybe what he said wasn't cool at all. Because, like, I didn't want to. I don't like to condemn people unless doing until I do my own research, and that's what I always right. do. Like I don't mm. just jump on it. Like oh, like I'm not like a bandwagon person. And I say that because the whole uh, thing. Y'all remember the whole thing with Menno when people took the translation mm. of a song that he did, and people started calling him a pedophile and all this other right. stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. y'all are tripping because it's because the. The translation it translated to was wrong. It was wrong. Yeah, it was it was a wrong translation. It translated to him calling yeah, the woman a baby and like yeah. trying to and they're trying to say that he likes her more as a baby when it really translated to baby girl. And I've been called baby girl before, like by men. And it's like, oh hey baby girl, come here, come through, like you know. And I knew exactly what it meant. And then like all these young fans coming out of nowhere, like he's a pedophile, and I'm like. Was y'all motherfuckers research first before y'all get on Twitter with y'all Twitter fingers and start talking shit? Like, research. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, just, it's so irritating how bandwagon people just yeah. come out of nowhere because yeah. all it takes is one person to say something and a person's life is ruined. Like, they right. were literally calling him a pedophile. And I'm right. like, I don't, that's not, like, that's not what he meant, though. <laughs> it was like, right. So right. that's why I didn't, I didn't want to jump on G-Men like off rip because I'm trying to figure out what the phrase meant because a phrase meant because I don't speak Korean. Right. But when, you know, so mm. many people who actually are in Korea and they ask Korean people what that means and every Korean person said, nah, that's not good. I was like, oh, G-Man, oh. Yeah, <laughs> like, so like, I don't, I guess like, I don't, I don't know if I should take it as it being the N-word, but meaning like low class, like, Oh, like you, you're cute, low class. Like I'm like that's not cute. It's someone putting cute and low class together. That's not cute. right. That's not cute. No, no. Yeah. It's, so I don't know if it's, we're it's getting it's into the events and everything, let's just get into the whole tea spillage. Yeah. This whole entire podcast. You know, what are those 
instances, events, actions that have stuck with you that you're just like, ugh, just like, nah, like, 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 just afford whatsoever. Um, and so I'm actually gonna start with Emmy this time because. Oh, <laughs> look! Ain't nobody uh, ready. Nobody's ready. <laughs> no, since you've done your research. Are we doing this like we do like one story to someone? Well, not story, but one incident. Someone got another incident. Or are we just doing our all our yeah. incidences right now when we chime in? Uh well, how many instances do you have? First look, she she got. I, I really she got a lot. No, 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 no. I got I got two <laughs> that really like bothered, 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 bothered me. And then the other ones, probably everyone else brought up or researched, and then that's really it. I don't really only have two. Uh, <laughs> let's start off with one and go around. Okay. If we have any left over that we haven't talked about, then we can go ahead. Okay. That. Okay, cool. So the first one, I guess we can kick it off with dreadlocks. Yeah. Um, I am someone that has had dreadlocks since birth. Like, my hair had no other option but to grow in dreads because that's how my mother raised me. Mm. My father, the Rastafarian religion, so it was based off of religion in the beginning. Um, I've had dreadlocks down to my back. I've grown them. It's been a religious thing. My mom used to separate them, so it's a part of my childhood. Mm. So I feel like if anyone else has never had dreads before, like real dreads grown out of your head, not naps, like, oh my, you're combing my kitchen, it hurts, like actual dreadlocks, um, don't, don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so unless you, if you're defending them, don't speak. You've never had dreadlocks. Don't speak. Um, so I had dreadlocks. First incident with seeing dreadlocks was, I think... Like, actually, with the comeback with the group that I like was Win-Win's, uh, like, half-braid dread look. And I was like, okay. And then the other time was last year, I actually got to see an idol wear dreads, like, real life. Like, me watching them perform. And that was Super Junior DNE, uh, the subunit. And um, one of the members had dreadlocks. And I just, it just killed my whole vibe. <laughs> like, he came out and I was like, oh. Because I didn't like seeing that. Because I've actually had them in hair. It was a religious reason. And I was like, but I don't, because in real, like, if you're going to wear the hair, at least let other people know what it's about. Like, you can know what it's about, but if your fans, because a lot of the Korean fans don't like when they do dreadlocks. Like, there's been tr actual correct translations of people, like, messaging under, like, you know, their pictures or their teaser pictures and stuff. Like, no, like, we don't like that kind of hair. It looks dirty. It looks this. It looks like this. It looks like that. And I'm not saying that's why they shouldn't wear it. Right. But if you're going to wear it, at least have your fans respect what it means. Right. If your fans are going to make fun of it every single time, doesn't matter if you <laughs> think that it's cool, don't put it in your head. If, if your, your culture and the people that are immediately going to buy your stuff and what your music is, what what companies think your music is geared towards which is korean fandom don't like it i don't like seeing people continuously talk and say it's a dirty hairstyle it's disgusting you need this it probably smells i don't like it it, right. it hurts to see that right um when i lost my marbles was when sonny which sonny is is canceled i would not have anything to do with him anymore that's me mm. personally mm. um that's also the bandwagon mentality if i say i don't like somebody that don't mean you don't have to like them if that's the kind of person you want to be mm. that you can tend to be canceled or not depend on what i think about you but Sonny had dreadlocks in his head, I'm going to say fall of last year. They were of Rastafarian color, so there was red, yellow, and um, green in there. Mm -hmm. And one of his messages beneath one of his uh, posts or something like, Oh, Opa, that hair looks like it's really like uh, sturdy, and it looks like I could clean my dishes. If you 
make you send me a dreadlock when you take it out. Oh. And, and oh. So he actually, um, she that was a DM. <laughs> like he messaged back like, oh, haha, like something like I'll send it. So he sent the hair. What? Yes. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, didn't you guys know that? No. Wait, I don't even know. Wait, time out. I don't even know who this person is. She's talking about. First of all, Sonny. Okay, Sonny is a rapper. From he where? Actually, is he solo. He's solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have no idea. Yeah. Who you know, for people that know, okay, for people that have <laughs> seen Robbie's bomb music video, the other rapper, that's Sonny. Ah. Still, I don't know if that. Doesn't matter. That's that's Sonny. If you've ever what, watched, what if you've ever watched, friend. have you ever watched Unpretty um, Rap Star? Yes. Nope. Jess. Nope. He's one oh. of the. Like he's a host, basically. Oh. Yeah. Um, he was just recently on the unit being a, a guest judge, a, a judge actually. Yeah. So, um, and he's actually someone told me he's lived in Atlanta before, so he knows. He uses English very frequently. He can speak it. This is where what I said before, where the people come here and no, he's lived here, so this isn't that right now. Right. So the girl like made a put a picture of it. I'll send you guys. I don't know if we're gonna put pictures and stuff up during this, but I'll send you guys the images so you guys can have some context. Okay. So she pretty much mm. was like, "Oh, um, opa, ha, 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 I got your package. I, I got it nicely, and I'm using it to wash my dishes. And there's pictures of her nigga what dishes no. with the hair. What? This is where this gets disrespectful." And a lot of people don't know this because Sonny is not that popular over here. But Ooh, Sonny about I to be popular. Know. He about to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see like the hair like on her dishes. Oh, she's wow. like, yeah, I can. Oh, and no, um, wait, no. yeah, that hurts me personally because my hair is I, I've from since then I don't have my dreadlocks anymore. They I stopped having them in like 2010 I think. So it's been about eight ish years. Um, but for someone that that's the thing about the hairstyles, you guys can take them off. Right. I couldn't back, you know, like you, yeah, and when you yeah. took your hair out, cause you thought it was cool. This is one of the situations where you think it's cool to wear and I you're not that. teaching your fans awareness. You're not like, Hey, this is actually, and it's in the rocks of So it's religious in general, Like his hairstyle is religious. We as Rastafarians back then, we don't dye our hair like in mm -hmm. the colors, but clearly it was in the Rastafarian flag. That's wow. whole entire religion and culture that you just made fun of and you didn't educate. So to me, you can't do any of that. And I'm so upset because he came on tour this year with Mad Clown and I actually like Mad Clown. I don't know yeah. if anyone got dirt on Mad Clown. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I like Mad Clown. But they, and they came to Boston and they were like, yep, with Sonny. I was like, fuck no, he ain't getting none of my money ever. If I see him on Jump, it's just a problem. Um, wow. Yeah, that's, that's my dreadlock story and that's why people should just say when people wear dreadlock just don't do it because it's such a sacred hairstyle that a lot of different cultures not just asians have worn just because oh i want to grow it it's so cool i've had people touch me that i've never seen before when i walk into places it's just not a visual touching thing it's a hairstyle no. based off of it's not for your so that's why it's so upsetting wow. oh it's oh, that whole thing the whole thing too, where it's like, okay, you guys classify as chic and cool, but people actually lose their jobs or are yeah, like, from, yeah. because of this hairstyle when it's actually religious and it's actually something that they grew up with. So I, that's like, that just blows my mind 
with the whole yeah. like you're you're literally like she's <laughs> actually she actually used the dread as an accessory like as people do like they use it as an accessory they can put on it she used it to clean her dishes so she right. used something to clean something dirty like that's what you think of hair that's not okay that's not okay people lose jobs I've had to go through my whole life trying to be touched when I walk into grocery stores, when I play at Chuck E. Cheese, when I go to birthday parties. It was hairstyling things. People couldn't put combs in my hair. Like, that shit's so personal. Don't do that. Just don't put dread. Like, dread should not be able to be transported anywhere in <laughs> East Asia. Like, don't do it. If your hair can't naturally not like that, do not do it. It's so much more deeper than a freaking hairstyle. Like, no, it's bigger than a hip-hop comeback. Don't do it. Uh, Point blank. Right. I, I think the right. Um, speaking of, because you mentioned that people like to wear, or not people, but you know, some of the chaos like to wear dreads as you know, just fashion comeback things. Like one, people were you know going in on Kai for wearing dreads for the the Coco Bop comeback thing that they did. And at, right. at first, I didn't hop on them because I'm like, yo, like, cause like to me, I mean, Emmy, and no disrespect I, to you. To, no disrespect to you at all in your in your culture like to me like hair doesn't bother me like it doesn't as long as you as long as you respect it it was like the only asian man that i like respect for for wearing dreads is jeremy lynn because i don't know if y'all remember who yes. if y'all yes. know who okay yes. yes jeremy lynn is the only asian i straight up accept wearing dreads because he that, that became article. that became a part of him it wasn't just hair for him and i think he totally respects <laughs> the culture and and it is not a, it's not a, like a fashion statement for him. Like that's like something within him. So I like I respect, oh, really I, I thought it was just a fashion. No no Jerry, no Jerry, oh he made a whole Jerry, article. Oh. article. Jeremy Land was not playing because one one of his teammates came after him for some reason, like trying to call him out. Like I need to remind you that your last name is Lynn. And Jeremy and Jeremy like killed him with kindness, but it was cold as fuck because he. <laughs> this is completely off subject, but he took a picture. <laughs> I think it was Kenya Martin. He's another basketball player, but he took a picture of Kenya mm -hmm. Martin's arm. Kenya Martin had like all types of like Chinese tattoos on his arm. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you really want to yeah, do this? Yeah, or like, yeah. so it's like, you know, but no, Jeremy Lin, totally respect him for wearing dress. But no, back to Kai. So Kai came out with the whole Coco Bob hair and everything. And at first I didn't really jump on him until he wrote that he wore the hair because it went with the with the theme of the comeback. I was like, nigga, you wore this hair for a theme? Like he's like, mm. this, like it's not a and the colors of was red, green, and yellow. Yes. So it's like everything. So once again, like, and then yeah. when he opened his Instagram, the first picture of his Instagram when he got one million followers in one day was him and mm. dreadlocks again. Yes. Mm. So yeah. That's what I hate. I, I hate when they <laughs> wear it because it looks mm. good with your outfit. Like, no, nigga. Like, some of us, like, no, I got it. It's fine to wear dress if you're like, do if you like Jeremy Lin, I talked about Jeremy Lin on my radio on my Friday night radio show. I read his whole article because I want people to understand about dreadlocks. Like there's some white people I've met that have dreadlocks and they're like, I they are married to Rastafarians, or they're not even married to Rastafarians. They live in Jamaica and they accept the culture that they've decided to move into or adapt mm -hmm. to. They're not like, This is my white piece of land and that's it. Like, no, people are willing to open their minds mm -hmm. and when you do that. That's fine, but when mm. you have these fans that like to touch you and be like, "Oh my god!" Like, "Opa, oh my god, this is so cool!" No, then you right? take it out. Take it yeah, out. yeah. No. Speaking yeah, of Jamaica, no. Coco yeah. Bop had a reggae, quote unquote, reggae, reggae. sound, didn't it? So yeah. you see what I mean? When it's 
yeah you will cult- you will culturally appropriate us like yeah exactly <laughs> so that's if this it. is where we get to the yeah. whole there's appropriation and there's a appreciation yeah yep. and, and i think yeah. like that whole jeremy lynn article, that's appreciation 100 the fact the fact that he took the time to understand the culture mm-hmm. from his own teammate mm-hmm. who he considers a brother who mm-hmm. explained it to mm-hmm. him that is like that make the effort exactly like exactly <laughs> If you want to wear the hairstyle and people have constantly been telling you, like, no, you need to understand where it comes from, make the effort to understand where it comes from. That's all. And, that, and that's if, all if we it's ask more for. aesthetic, then no. It's like, that's yeah. all we ask that's for. We Just ask for. make the effort to understand what it is, where it, where it comes from, what we have to struggle with, with our own hair. Because it's like, we can't even get certain jobs because we are wearing our own textured hair. Like this, like, mm-hmm. and you're wearing it as a fashion statement. And it's like that's mm-hmm. that's why black people get a, get pissed off about hair. And I don't think a lot of either they don't understand that or they don't give a fuck. And I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with the latter. So right. <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's and this is where I also get into the appreciation thing. Just a quick caveat with I believe his name is Dawan from SF9. Yes, yep. yes. Who you know an international fan was like, hey, you know the meaning behind those dreads at a fan sign. And he was like, well, what do you mean? And she explained it. And apparently, as soon as she had to move on, he was like, I want these dreads out of my hair. Wow. And within, yeah, before I the next, that. I was the next fan sign or before the next kind of uh, public event, they were gone. Wow. They were gone. Yeah, yeah, but he went back He went back to it, though. He went back to it. He did. He did. Publicity is done. Publicity. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. almost there. I was almost there. I was like, oh, me too. I didn't, I didn't know he went there. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, I fuck with him. No, I don't. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting. I was just waiting. <laughs> so it's like he was almost there. Oh, he was always there. He See that? And that's why. There, and that's why I said I go with the latter. They don't give a fuck. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Of course and at first, like the fan. At first, the fan was like, "Do you know why people like? Do you see the negative comments?" He's like, "Yeah, I see him, but I just ignore him because I like the hairstyle. I think it's cool." Wow. She's like, "No, but do you know?" He's like, "Do you know why?" And he's like, "No." Yes. She's like, "Cause it's part." And then she, and then he was like, "Oh, so their first initial reaction is like, why am I getting all this hate? Ignore, ignore, because yeah, over exactly, there yeah. they get hate all the time from their own people. So they're like, they know that ignore mentality, ignore, ignore. The company's not gonna make a statement. Okay, that means ignore. And it's mm. like you can't do that anymore. You have worldwide audience. That time has passed. It's not right. 2011, 2010 anymore. It's right. done. Exactly. Mm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's right. So yeah. So um, uh, let's move on to Jess. I'm gonna move on to you to see if you have a certain certain thing <coughs> or action that just ooh irks your soul irks your being i know you might have a couple oh god you want me to <laughs> narrow it down to one uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're going just one by one we're going one by one what's one that just really irks your soul and your being uh, just like one that really ooh god hold on let me hold on wait a minute okay Wait, wait. I'm, I'm going through. I'm going through my Rolodex. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> my Rolodex. Hey, wait. <laughs> come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. Okay, I'll come back to you. Uh, Karen, how about yeah? you? Um, I don't know if anyone remembers this. To be honest, I wasn't even a fan when this happened, but um, it was one of the first instances of blackface that I saw when I went to K-pop, and mm. it was um, 
I don't know, Kikwan from Beast. Oh, Beast. oh, that was my okay. one. That was my one. Oh, was it? Oh, sorry. I'm no. sorry. We, we can, we, you can chime in. You can chime in. You can okay. chime in. Okay. Um, and yeah, let, let, let me preface. Like, let me just say this. Yeah, because Kikwan is, was, well, he's, he's still my bias. Okay, but let's, let's go into this because it was very helpful for me because this was like within like my first month of getting to K-pop. Mm, and wow. I'm here, like I see, I see, um, I, I see the good luck video, which is what they were promoting at that time. I think in 2014. Mm, and I'm like, great. yes, okay, great. <coughs> beautiful, lovely. I'm like researching, and all of a sudden, I see this this thumbnail. It's still on YouTube. That this is how bad it is. It's still on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and he is in minstrel, like minstrel lips, full black face has a wig on top of it like it is bad it's like probably i still uh, to this day when i see it it like irks me uh, um but i want to give like i so i had never watched the video because i when i saw the thumbnail i was like i'm done i'm, I'm over it like i'm like no i just didn't want anything to do with it and i never watched it but <coughs> before this podcast i actually sat down to watch what this video was about because i never um i knew like that he was dragged for it and like the reason why i still carried on to pull him afterwards was like i just read all these forums and like people explaining like how it came about but i never actually watched this video um until today so i've written notes so that to give you guys a picture of what was going on because it's 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 worse it's it's way like oh my god it's so bad okay so in the video so he steps onto set so this was um for a show called um hot brothers and it was mm. like all these mcs um most of them were comedians and um basically um, they they had all these people, these cast members come in and they had to sit down and then they weren't told what was going to happen and they had to, what was it called? Um, the MC would like give them scenarios to act out and they had no idea what was going on. So Kikwan came in and then um, the MC was like, oh, the, the um, stylists are going to dress you up and what <coughs> in all these clothes and, what, and this makeup um, and then I'm going to give you some scenarios you need to act it out. So they take away all the mirrors and whatever, and like anything that he can see himself with, they turn him around and they put all this makeup on him. And then later on, when once they're done, they turn him around and you can see all this blackface. And I'm like, okay. And then he, they give him the mirror, and he—that's when he realizes what is happening. And also, there's a water, there's a watermelon on the table. So actually, uh. no, this was already bad. <sighs> yeah, mm. there's watermelon on the table. Okay. So then he was like, oh. <laughs> What, what are we filming? And then the MC is like, oh, we're going to do a commercial skit. So you have to act like you're in a commercial. What is this commercial about? A watermelon commercial. In blackface. <gasps> yep. Mm. And they were like, they were like, okay, um, oh, we're going to give you um, these three expressions that I want you to act out. <coughs> so act sexy, cute, and tough whilst you're eating this watermelon. And then for the tough one, they were like, you have to, you have to eat it like, a, like a real black person would eat it, very tough and aggressive, and all that stuff. So they just, they just literally just giving all these like random scenarios and saying how you have to act like a black person. A black person would eat it really aggressively. A black person, a real black person would do this. A real black person would do that. And Kikwan is basically going, going through the motions and acting all these like random things. And there's one part they, had, they made him dance as well and they were like well you have to dance like a real black person and he's like okay well i'm going to you know, grind on the floor like chris brown and that's what he did and it was you know at this point 
yeah, it, it was bad. Like, I wouldn't recommend watching it. Like, it, it really is bad. Um, and also, the, 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 the makeup was based on um, this character called... Um, this cartoon character that they've got in Korea's called... Um, Mike, is Michael? it Michael? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah Michael. Yeah. And it's, it's based on uh, Michael Jackson. Well, no, his, the, the character is... Um, his idol is Michael Jackson, and he's basically like a very tanned... Is he a tan Korean man? Is that is that what they, they tried to? I think for? so. Yeah, and he, they tried to. Yeah, yeah. they tried it. So, yeah. yeah, and 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 um, <laughs> it's basically it's basically like a minstrel, a minstrel like caricature of a of a black person, and it's a very well loved um, cartoon over there to the point where even if you explain how bad, how horrible, and how insensitive that character is to black people, these they won't get it. They generally don't see anything wrong with it. That, so anytime like stuff like this happens, they always go, "Oh, it's just like a well-loved, you know, character or that stuff." But yeah, basically, what I wanted to like put out there was like, "What do you guys think?" In in this in in this instance, I still think that Keep One still has to take some of like accountability for that because obviously, like I understand that he didn't know what script he was going to be given, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like. Oh, so wait, he never addressed that? He never said anything? No, well, I, I couldn't see any articles of um, um, them apologizing about it. Like This I'm, is I'm this is sure. before, like, Twitter. Okay, yeah, this Twitter was 2009. This was, like, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. This oh, okay. was way, yeah. way back in the day. So they didn't address it. But I do know that he got a lot of flack for it. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think it was blown out, like, the way it would if it had happened now. But I do. This is not the first time NBC has done that. So this is for um, this show was on NBC, which is one of the big um, broadcasting corporations in Korea. Mm-hmm. And like I get that. Like a lot of people are saying, well, it, he was a rookie at that time. It was his first year. You know how rookies are just given all these like random things to do, and they do it because they want to get you know that popularity mm-hmm. in the first right. year. That's like I get that. <laughs> I get that. But at the same time, it was blackface, and mm-hmm. he still acted when they were asking him to act like an aggressive black person he still went along with it he still did it and i was like i i, I get it i get what they mean by like oh well he, he was told to act it and so he did it because he was working you know like he didn't want to disappoint his management or whatever but there's still like a line that you don't cross right and mm-hmm. for me even if i still support him like that's something i, I can never defend to people so when, anyone anytime anyone brings that up i'm like he did that there's nothing i can say about that like he was wrong right. with that i literally can't excuse it and um yeah so it's accountability and yes even if you know for them they, um, apparently someone mentioned that menstrual shows were very popular in korea so like things like that face to them it's just normal like it's just mm-hmm. normal entertainment for them it, and, and, and it's just now that you're realizing how bad it is but yeah that, that was my example. That's the one that really, really hurt me when I first went to K-pop. So, that was just went out. But I don't know if Sher- Sherry wants to like, add anything to that. Um, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah. Um, he was my... Like, cause I think I got into K-pop 2012, so a bit late. So, I kind of had to binge watch mm. everything. But when I yeah. saw that, I was like... Mm, even still now, I don't. I, I don't know because of that. I just mm, I don't look at it in the same yeah. way. It's like yeah, he was very much surprised. Makeup slapped on your face. You turned around and you saw it, but it wasn't live TV. Do you know what I mean? You could have just been like, no, yeah, I don't want to do it. Was it. Real, yeah, that's yeah, what but I was even saying, yeah, but even 
sorry, you must get some kind of, there's always like a table, you know, like a table yeah. reading or whatever. So yeah, I think you're still responsible. You're an adult. Yeah. So I yeah, can't really, exactly. I don't really, mm, I can't really mess with him like that. <coughs> mm. Ignorance mm. is so bliss mm. because I saw him last year at KCON. I knew nothing about this. Well, I did eventually yeah. like after the fact that I saw him, but I knew nothing about Old Beast besides a couple of their songs. Mm. So new highlights to me. Wasn't really familiar with all of them besides Young Young. What was he like? Okay. Um, when I saw him, like I was like, "Damn, he fine." Like, yes, okay, I stand. You know, just being ridiculous at a concert yeah. like we all. <laughs> but now, mm. like, I'm looking back and I'm like, if I knew this, I would have yeah. sat down. Mm. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> just kept right. my butt in my seat. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Wow. But that's the thing, I was still jumping up and down for highlight, like, well, I saw them in Korea as Beast and I was like, eh. It was a free, like, concert. And then I saw them um, in London 2016. I don't know if you guys saw Phil Korea. So, and they were they were performing yeah. old Beast songs as well. So I was like, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. part of me is still like, eh. But then it's just like, eh. Like, yeah, it's like Catch-22. Like, like it took, it took, yeah, yeah. It definitely took me a while to, like, kind of... It's like you don't forget, in it, yeah. you just... You, oh yeah, yeah, you don't, don't forget. Because that's why I said, yeah, like, there's yeah. nothing, I can't excuse that. Same thing with Kai, with the yeah. dreadlock. Like, I, I mentioned that Kai's my, 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 my ultimate bias. <clears> and <throat> when he, I, I, try, I personally had to sit down and translate what he wrote in that, um, the album, when you talk about him doing the dreadlocks with, um, yeah. like, the theme. Because when some, obviously it was, like, translated by someone else, and I was like, wait, is this, is this correct? So I had to look at it myself, and I was like, oh, shit, he actually did say that. And I was fuming because I was like, because we all had this idea that it was just the company because they've done this before where they gave him the cornrows and he didn't like it at that time with um, when they came mm. out with Growl and he didn't like it. Mm. So um, I remember they, they said um, he was very happy when they took it off him because he was like, I didn't like it, it didn't suit me, whatever. And that's when SM was trying to push this like exotic, you know, thing with mm. Biden saying that he's exotic and whatnot. And then, so right. to have him say that then, and then to turn around and then put dreadlocks on and say, oh yeah, I went with this because it was for the theme. I'm just like, uh. bro, are you all right? Like, is everything okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, we, what, what are you doing? Like, what, you can't say stuff like that. And I had people coming for me in my comment section. They're like, how can you say that? He's your ultimate bias. Mm. I was like, but I'm black first. I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not right. stupid. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm K-pop first. K-pop first, isn't it? K-pop first. <laughs> like, are you mad? Like, am I supposed to forget where I'm from? I'm black first. <laughs> I love when the slave comes out. Just like... No, no, because you know when people just say stuff and you're just like, are you like you you, you can't be okay? Because what do you mean? Like, what? <laughs> like mentally, okay. Yeah. Yes. You, we've been holding off on you. Yeah. We're giving you some time to clear your own <laughs> I've been listening to all the stories, shoot. Um, <laughs> you know what? There's, 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 there are a lot that really, right. <laughs> there's just so many. Cause I mean, and there's some that I'm just finding out about. Like, um, uh, I didn't, I didn't know that, uh, Rain did something. Y'all know Rain. No, like, really? Yes. Oh, no. I feel like I know this one. I feel like I know this one. I'm like, I'm like, it's not as bad. Though. It's not horrible. It's still bad, but it's not as bad as what we've been sharing. Like he didn't do blackface or say the n word or anything like that. But in his um, 
it's something LA. It's a music LA video. song. Yeah, the LA yep. song. Yep. That music video yep. where he kissed the black girl and all of a sudden she got a big booty and big breasts. And I'm like, why are you hypersexualizing <laughs> yeah. black yeah. women? Yeah. Like he just hypersexualized right. black women in the video. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like I just like it's I didn't even know that. Like he is like my ultimate yeah. bias. And I'm like, no, no one's See, clean. All no this stuff clean. happened in 2014. Like, no one, yeah. like, if y'all really, like, look back on a lot of idols, nobody is clean. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, definitely. Nobody. Definitely. Like, definitely. Yeah. CL appropriated so much goddamn culture, I can't even just, like, and I love mm. CL. She, 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 a she, lot, yeah. what, a what lot of she, people just got away with it because like she a lot of people her social media back then. Yeah. A, uh, what was it, a chola or something? In bad a chola, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was for that was for um bad bad female, female. Bad one female. of a kind. Yeah. No, that was bad as female. Yeah. And then um oh, bad female. female. Yeah. That was yeah. bad as oh, female. Okay. And um I mean it's just like there's just so many freaking things like Taeyang from Big Bang. He blackface when he he went on his Instagram as Kanye West. Yeah. I'm like Sungri is like blackface. I'm like the caption of what made it worse. Yeah, the caption was like happy, happy monkey worse. New Year or some shit like that. Yeah, it was the Chinese New yeah. Year was so he was was in a Kanye West like get like not get up but it, the face filter no, was sure. Kanye West and he was like happy monkey new year huh like it's like what are you doing right. yeah. like, like, oh, monkey, stop literally it. no one no yeah. one like, is clean GD from Big Bang did blackface like three, oh, twice no. or some shit like that so it's like it's it's the, that's why I was going through my Rolodex and I'm like, I can't just give you no. one because there's so <laughs> many yeah. and it's ridiculous no, how many there are. Like, oh yeah. my God. And then, Gigi and then, dressing up as Andre 3000 still kills me to this day. I can't. Still oh, to my. this day. To this day. Or, <laughs> to you, this day. or, or what, what's his name? You sung from Super Junior. He dressed up as fucking um, Nick Fury. Guys, yeah. Yeah. Guys yeah. you're yeah. saying my point. So I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Picture. So one of her fans basically screenshot her like in her in one of the music videos reaching for a chicken mm. leg, mm. and they put Rick Ross's face on it. I don't know if you remember that. That was like mm -mm. 2013, oh, and so like she must have like saved the picture and posted it to Instagram. Wow, you've never seen that? No, I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it. Mm. I remember what? that. Yeah, that it didn't really like. Uh, I didn't really ever care for Miss A, but I was just like, okay, this is when I'm like first getting into K-pop as well. So I'm like, what? Like, <coughs> do you know what I mean? Um, also, Mamamoo, Moo, like Bruno Mars. Oh god, that was, that was that was. Oh yeah, it, it's like you could have just you could have just done it. Like you didn't have to. Put I haven't your skin. messed with Mamamoo since. I haven't like no. Everybody mm. keeps asking me to. Oh, Mama Moo just came back with some, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just, I haven't, I haven't messed with them since. I seriously haven't. To be honest, you really haven't missed any good releases from Mama Moo since this most recent. Comeback. So it's been a <laughs> right. Like, cause I'm uh, just, I'm just super tired. Cause their their mm. apology was so generic. It was just so, oh, we didn't know, and blah. I'm like, shh. Mm. 
I'm you not sing Jasmine in that song. Your songwriter is from LA. Like, you know, like she makes music to make you sound like you're a black yes. jazz woman. You should know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, and then on top of that, on top of that, one of the members from Mama Moo, I, I think her name is uh, Huasa or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Huasa, yeah. She, Huasa, yeah. she sang the lyrics to Beyonce's Irreplaceable and put the N word in there. <laughs> nigga wasn't put what? at all. It wasn't really? at all. Yeah. And she, and she put that yeah. shit in there. I'm like, yo, how are you going? How? 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 Like how y'all <laughs> and, and, and there's no way to put the N-word in there. It's the if I bought it, please don't touch. She said if I bought it and we're please, please don't, don't touch. touch. Like, what? Like, yeah. what? Like why are you why, crazy? first of all, first of all, that's what made that's what made their apology not mean shit to me. First cause that mm. that that right there. Secondly, like how, how how can you how do you confidently say that fucking word? Like I don't just why are y'all so why are y'all so hell bent on saying that word? Like, what is it about that word that you must say it? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't fucking understand. Like, I just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted right now because I just, I don't, I don't understand why this shit is still happening. Like, why is this still happening? Her life is flashing. <laughs> like, her I don't, eyes. I don't fucking, I don't understand. I don't. And then Emmy, wait, Emmy, was that you that brought it up to us in the group? Uh, fucking. Who, who, was it, uh... J1, J1. 101, 101, yeah. Oh, yeah, J1, yeah. Yeah. That, but, there's, mm. there's literally no way to defend that. No, there's none, no, yeah. none, none. Yeah, none. Yeah, Sherry, doing the her same stuff. thing. Bring it up, unless Sherry's done bringing her stuff up. <laughs> yeah, Sherry, sorry, we keep cutting the Sherry. Sorry, Sherry. I have nothing more to say, you guys said it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why I wanted to go last because I knew I was gonna just say everything. That was my bad. That was my fault. I take the blame for that. That was my fault. Um, but I couldn't see the video because it's not available in my country. Oh, Emmy, Shocker. Emmy, please explain because you were you were okay. So I, yeah, I saw this last year when Wanna One was gearing up for their like actual debut debut. Like the members were made, mm. everyone was out foaming at the mouth like say songs were already like up to the top of the state so they were doing this recording for show champion and show champion does those little corny things where they make the members do egg yo and say little things and blah blah this wasn't that mm -hmm. so i read the article before i saw the clip so i always read articles read what people have to say before i see the clip um just so i can have both arguments in my head and then decide what i think so they were all doing all QC things and then it rolls to what's this man's name? I don't even know. Jay Juan. So then it rolls to Jay Juan and he was like, yo, nigga, what's up? Come on. But when they So technically, what if what I just said was yo nega, nega being the word meaning me or I. Yeah. What's up? Right. Come on. But he said it and pointed at the screen looking like he was like, yo, what's up? He with the hand gestures, don't forget that hand gesture. Like, yo, what's up, yo, nigga, what's up? Come on. So when you say nigga, that it doesn't make sense. And secondly, he knew what the fuck he was doing. He did. And when you read it at the bottom of the screen, it said yo in English, nigga, which is the Hangul writing for nigga. What's up? Come on. So they tried to cover themselves, and then further on, their fans tried to say that he said yo nigga waso. Which nega waso means yo out like I'm here or me here. Yeah, yeah. Right. you didn't. You didn't, you didn't say that. You didn't say that. <laughs> they tried. It. They tried. 
it's not correct grammar. Uh, Maybe he said it wasn't. He literally was like, N-word, what's up? Come on. And I'm like, what just happened? Mm. Like, did this really get away with this? Like, why would you want... So you're sitting there in your room, and it's not just a script writer. It's not really like America here where you have one script writer and they're a really renowned script writer or country-known script writer. They're like, yes, I'm going to do this. And then you have the director that's like, okay, they're very popular. Go. There's a team right. of people that make up yeah. these things so even if yeah. the I quote unquote don't know or didn't know, the, the directors, the PDs, the the screenwriters, the the Nuna, the Opa, whatever the hell you want to call it, they're very well versed on styles. Mm-hmm. They're very well versed on styles. They know English language. Some of them have lived over here longer than the idols have or ever will. So they're versed in our culture. So they know more than the idols know. So the fact that y'all are doing this, like, oh, this is so funny, yo nigga, what's up? When you know that Produce 101 has worldwide voting, it's not just Koreans that voted these 11 in. So why would you turn around and do that to your black audience? Exactly. When, right. Like, what the hell is wrong? Why are we doing this in 2017? Because like, what? they don't care. Because that, they're not, we're not, no one's going to physically raise up to these people because we're not physically in their country. So they don't care. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're going to say mm. stuff online, whatever. They don't yeah. care. They really don't. Mm. Like at this point, this is where like, this other debate could happen but i think it, to this point when trainees go through training when they're there and they have japanese releases one member has to learn japanese and know the culture so they don't upset their japanese fans why aren't they right. having all the cultural classes where you learn not just american i'm not saying it's all about america but they go to australia very often they have aboriginal like aborigine i don't mm-hmm. know if i'm saying that right i'm sorry if i offend anybody they have that population that likes them they have Malaysian, they have um, it, like Islamic people that like to listen to their stuff, that have a certain religion, but people that wear hijabs, like, that's not okay. You are a worldwide mm-hmm. audience. You need to have culture classes when you train, right next to your dance classes, right next to your vocal classes, right next to your Japanese classes. Like, it's time. It's been that time. They, oh, they definitely, right. that, that definitely, racial insensitivity, insensitivity classes need to happen, cultural uh, yes. classes need to happen yes. like they need to because everybody's screaming they don't know they don't know they fucking teach them like just saying they don't know is not gonna help it's like it's, it's okay yeah it's okay for you to go abroad here and everywhere it's okay for exo to go to dubai and have their face on the, the Burj khalifa which is like the do you know what i mean like which is like the biggest historical like building most famous building in in dubai abu dhabi dubai i don't want to get them mixed up but you know what i mean but no. yet your artists don't know much about the arab like about your arab fans you don't know about their religion their culture do you know what i mean like it's just like oh wherever money is we'll just go but nothing else matters like yeah that's exactly how it is and i don't think it will change mm. anytime soon like no anybody or anyone else of a different culture or anything but then you have them doing sm town in dubai and then you have backstage mm. footage of super junior you know being their ridiculous idol selves and then they're going assalamu alaikum woo assalamu alaikum you are what pay money for that like what are you doing exactly. it's like that 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 type of shit that makes me not want to give you my fucking money like ever and like people always ask me are you going to this concert are you going to that concert and i'm like i don't know because i don't know what the fuck they've been doing <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know like i can't say if i'm gonna go or not it's like it's crazy and then, and then another thing 
the other thing I found out that I didn't know, and y'all know I love me some shiny. I love shiny. Yeah. Rest in peace, John. Oh my Kim. gosh, no, please, Jess, don't, don't, please. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. No, no, shiny's like my ultimate. I'm gonna do it. So, is this? Is this? I told you. Is this only you and Minho? It's, it's, who? it's, wait, who in Minho? Only, Only in Minho? Yes. What happened? Yes. When? Yeah. It's the, yeah. When they did brown uh, face, no, they no, did no, brown no. face. When? They, oh my God. This, like, I told you, if you go far back enough, no one is clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, So, okay, let me, ask, let me, let me, let me get Go it. ahead, go okay. ahead, go ahead. So, <laughs> so, so, so 2013, <laughs> SM week, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, the resident, as a resident SM stand, you know, I have to come with these, these facts and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so SM week 2013, um, they had this, I think there was one week where, um, no, two days where Shiny performed and it was just like a full Shiny concert. And then one of, yeah. one of the, um, so like they had unit um, stages and one was with um, Onu and Minho, and then they performed the Macarena. Um, mm-hmm. With yeah, already a red flag. Already. Yeah. Flag. No, 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 no. no. Let, let, okay, let's get into it. So they, they, they performed the Macarena, and then Onu is dressed up as what was he dressed up as? As a, as a Mexican, I guess. And as, as a, a yeah, stereotypical Mexican, right? Uh-huh. And then you have you have Minho dressed up as Michael Jackson. And okay. Mino, or was it Michael? It was like a cross between Michael Jackson and like Jack Sparrow. It was weird. Okay, um, it, it was. Has, the hair was has, weird. Yeah, yeah, the hair, it was really weird. And then, yeah, so I don't, I can't remember Onu's face. I can't remember the face, but I'm guessing he had like, he had a, a sombrero and all the mm. dancers had like ponchos on and they were just mm-hmm. dancing to the Macarena, but mm-hmm. like the costume was not necessary. It, it was wasn't. literally. And they had not, tape on it really and they was had, like, they Was their skin on their brown? Faces. Yeah. No, their skin was brown. I can't remember. They I had pers- black tape on their faces to to uh, replicate, you know, what? Um, the must just like outlandish, uh, stereotypical like, a mustache and a yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They had that. Yeah, I literally what... thought Shiny were the cleanest of the clean. No, there's no such. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> there's no such. I, I will say it again. If you go back far enough, nobody is clean. Yeah, no, no one is safe. Nobody's clean. No, no one is safe. No. All your face dirty. No, Even I love BTS. They dirty too. Um, they dirty. Sad. Yeah, <laughs> nobody dirty. clean. <laughs> no one is safe. Rat, rat monster like, disappointed the hell out of me when um. Oh I think, I think he was at a fan meet. And this yep. is so long ago. About- this is the one about no, it's J Hope and somebody. He said J Hope and V. I think yeah, it was it was V. It was yeah. V. And then he made yeah. comments about your skin. Yeah, yeah. he said because that's um, where he dropped. Because someone from my someone list. asked him what what did y'all think about uh, each other when we first met? Each and then Rap yeah. said J Hope like, and V were too dark. I couldn't see them because those were dark. And I was looking yeah. at the screen like, yeah, this was I, 2015. Oh god, 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one. That's my bias right there. That's this, yeah. awesome this was 2015. Right and I just found this out last yeah. week. I yeah. didn't even know he did it. It was. Um, it. You know what? It was towards the end you of know 2015. But you know, I want to know. You know, like okay, so I've seen Monster X about five times now. Anyway, yeah. Um, new When I say show new is dark. Yeah, like dark. Dark, 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 dark. Yes. I don't know what kind of filters and stuff they're using, like when they're filming like their music videos and their programs. I know it's, it's the same stuff, but when I say with V, he's yeah, dark. He's like, same he's with Mandarin as well. I swear. And I'm just like, what? Like, 
I don't know what I'm even, even watching stuff today. Like I'm thinking, you're not that color. Like what are you? Even I am as well. Like he's tan as well, and young one. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are they, what are they using? Like what, yeah. what sorcery? Wait. What color lenses? They do not. They, like I'm more light skinned but and I remember last year at KCon, walking on the convention floor, it was flooded. I couldn't even see who was on the stage. Literally, mm. I'm walking by trying to see because the huge crowd. I'm like, oh my god, and you know. Vix, everyone was there, studded Starline. So I'm like, someone's here. Like, oh my God, I just want to see them. So I'm walking mm. and I'm looking one by one. I see Robbie's purple hair. I'm like, okay, it's Vix. And I count, I'm like, one, two, three. I'm like, um, where's N? And I'm looking, right. I'm mm. like, I can't see N. And I'm like, I couldn't see because I have such bad eyesight. It's not even funny. Um, so I'm <laughs> looking, I'm like, who's that black? Because, you know, I'm like, who's that black person next to Vix? You know, I like, <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. I like people around, like doing interviews. That, like, big that's it. Is that black person yeah. getting ready to interview them? Is there about to be a black person on stage getting ready to interview them? I want to see this. I get closer and closer, and I'm like, oh my god, it's N. And I look at my skin color, and I look at his face, and I'm like, yeah, that's that time. Yeah, that's your skin tone on Instagram, my friend. You are my color. When I walked right up next to the show, when we had our picture time, I looked him up yes. and down, and I was like, "My color." He's darker <laughs> so than what? me, and I'm like, "Who's the black one?" Like me, you, like. <laughs> he, <laughs> so many people that like know that I like sex when they after they meet them, they're like, "Oh my god, Amy, they're so beautiful." Blah, blah. The next thing out of their mouth is, "I didn't know I am was so dark skinned I didn't he know is. that no one. Yeah, they, they, are, they really are. Yeah, time. That's yeah. how I felt when when Namjoon said that thing about V and J Hope. I was like, Namjoon is tanned. Like, Namjoon was mixed. I was like, yes, I have. <laughs> Namjoon had no reason to talk because I was like, bruv, mm. you're literally the same tone as them. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. I was but, yeah. so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Namjoon like, bruv. But it's like it's like social it's like socially like they're just yeah you know told not to is, is like show like showing you as well it's like all these little selfies you're taking like that's not your color like yeah I remember the first time my friend saw them up clo- saw him up close like at K-pop night she was he walked past us and she was like he's so dark and I was like yeah like yeah like, <laughs> she was like no but he's gold and I was like yes like yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, why are you why are you filming yourself? Like, Come on, like, but it's it's. I guess he doesn't like it. I don't know, but like, yeah. This is why colorism to me is just very yeah. saddening. Like, it doesn't make me angry when I when I like when well, obviously when I first got into K-pop, it did. But like now, I just find it sad because I know it's like centuries mm. of like like you know ideology mm. of this white being purer. Like to them, like they can't see any like can't see past it. Like it's not even to do with. Um, mm. anything to do with like black people it really is like right, yeah, they just, just really that. believe that yeah. yeah and it's just it's really sad because like we, we say this and we, we look at it and we're like oh my god you're being so colorist but to them they, they really can't see it mm. it's normal right. to them they don't see it yes yeah, so normal to them to the point that they would literally go on tv and make these comments and not think twice about it because it's just so right. normal for them but um just to continue though i i'm gonna bring up the one thing that has still been irking my soul uh, mm. for a while now. Um, it's Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> what she do now? What she do now? It's it's oh. still the whole 
give me an impersonation of a black person and then give me an impersonation of a white person or white girl type of situation. Because she did that. Uh, she first did uh, that in 2014. But that uh, when she first did uh, it. I think so. Yeah, she was yeah. on a radio show. Uh-huh. And she, did a, she did an impersonation yeah, she did. of a black man uh-huh. and then a black woman, or right? Because you know, I I, yeah. I I I I trained to impersonate these people or something along those lines. Wherever the article was that I was reading, Ooh, yeah, Lord. Was like talking about gangs because they're like gangsters and all this stuff, and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, so then people were like, you know, of course, this is where we're gonna get into the whole fans and <clears throat> fandom part. This is gonna be our part two. But, um, <laughs> uh, and people are like, oh, this is just a stereotype she sees, blah, blah. And I'm like, that, that still doesn't make it okay. Like, how do you, how, how would you feel if I went onto a radio show or was on this podcast and just started imitating Asian culture? Like, what I see on the music. It would go very badly. It would go very badly. <laughs> so I'm just like, that, that, that doesn't make it any better. It's not racism. It's she's just doing stereotypes. No. And then we get to this was 2018, this most recent one, or the 2017. She did something in 2018. 2018. Yeah, same thing. Same thing again. Oh, you talking about on the on the show? That was 2018. Girl, yeah, like you are so lucky that there are four others of you in this group because I, I just, I just, I just wanted. I don't want to drop her. I just, I just want because she, she grew up in some of an international stage, and I'm not saying that she should know because Emmy had that whole conversation <clears throat> with her. They sometimes stick in their own, stick in their own cliques and their own groups, and don't really venture out into that bubble. But she, she's been, she was in Canada for quite a while, was she not? She was there yeah. for a year. For a year, she was. Yeah, and she said this out of her own mouth. So this isn't me reading something. She was there for a year. Her family immigrated over to Canada to give her a better life, her and her sister a better life. She stayed there for a year and then was like, no, I want to be an idol. I'm going back to Korea, thanks. And then, like, went back. So she's been there for a year. That might be her in her own ignorance, to be honest. Um, But it just it's just like, I... Like, you have these people just saying how hurt they are because that's how you're portraying me. Like that's how mm, you train. Exactly. Exactly. Then, that's not fair. It's not fair. Like, what if somebody said, "Oh, imitate a Korean a female idol"? Like, like that's not fair to her. Like, cause they're all not the same. And exactly. I, they really aren't. Like, she basically like, generalized all black people, just like right. she was and all that's in what one my bubble yeah. so much. And I just, I just really wish that she could just <clears> say something. But of course, it's SM, so they don't say ish. But oh anyway. no, shitty mess likes to sweep everything under the rug. Right, right. So yeah. I just, it just, that's the one thing that just, ugh. Like, I mean, there's other things, but that one recently has just been, like, really irking my being and my soul. And this is where the, res- the response is what really gets to me as well from fandoms. And this is where we get to our uh, part. We'll two. talk about the next part. <sighs> like, you know, I was joking about, not, joking but not really. Because it's true. If you if you look back far enough, no one's clean in K-pop. Like all of your right. faves have done right. something. Yeah. Right. And if it's you know, if that's the case, we would have to throw the whole K-pop away, just like yeah. everybody. Because yeah. right. you can't you can't you know be a fan of any of them because they've all done some you know racially insensitive and or racist shit. So it's like that's why it's so important 
for, and this is a segue into part two, that's why it's so important for fans not to, uh, you know, encourage enable. that type of behavior, not to yeah. enable, thank you, not to enable that type of behavior, not to say it's okay, or you don't have to apologize and blah, blah, blah. Cause it's like, literally, we're going to have to throw the whole K-pop away. Like, it's just like the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that he's cracking me up. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were at KCON LA and we were listening. There was a Zico song playing in the background, and you almost sang to me. You're like, "Damn, I can't even sing to Zico. I had to hey. throw him away." I'm so glad you remember that because I live. That's how I feel a lot of the time. Because I and I will never take this away from Zico. He is a hardcore ass artist. He is fucking yes. the bomb. He makes yeah. bomb mm -hmm. ass music. Like I will never mm. take that away from him. But he is he is the shit. He is the shit. But he is uh -huh. also a shit person. And I yes, can't, thank you. And I can't yes. support it. I can't support it. So like Emmy, Emmy saw it in my face how hard it was for me not to sing his song. I was sitting there. <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit go hard. But I'm like, I can't sing it. I can't, I can't do this. She was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, yeah, she's like, I, I can't do it. She's like, I had to throw him away. Like you said he throw. I love when you're like, I had to throw him away. I had I was so I was so upset. I had I, I threw him and the whole group away, just everybody. I just threw it just like I threw the whole thing away. Thrown away for me ever since that whole shot we dance. I was like, yeah, y'all I can't even keep I can't even keep bad stars. I can't even keep the subunit. Y'all are done. I can't. I can't. I'm like I I couldn't I could not because I couldn't support it. Like I was like I literally saw him in action. Like even though he didn't partake in wearing the chains and the gold teeth like they did. What what was that show that we saw? I mean, Infinite challenge. Me. Yes. Infinite, Infinite challenge. challenge. When I saw that live, because we, we happened to stumble upon it. Like, this is before yeah. I knew about Zico and all of his shenanigans. Like, when mm. we stumbled upon it, I was like, I was a fan. I was like, oh, right. shit, this is great. So, you know, I'm watching the whole thing. And, you know, they're doing like a little battle. Not even a battle rap thing. They're just basically like freestyling. They're sitting at the table. They freestyling. And I'm like, oh, cool. This is dope. And that they took that freestyle, went across the street to a van. And someone pulled like a bag or something out of the band and they started uh, pulling out gold chains and gold teeth and they changed their clothes. And I'm like, nigga, why? Why? You were, you all were uh, doing so well. Y'all were doing yeah. so well. Like, yeah. I, just, I think I'm it's just, so different when you see it in person. That's why, like, I bring up the whole dreadlocks thing because I always thought it was just, oh, you know, they shouldn't wear it and everything. But when I saw that member of Super Junior, wearing like the dreadlocks, like firsthand, like watching them perform, and I was like, you see it in person because for us over here when you pay x amount of money for a high touch when you pay x amount of money for a photo i don't mm. know about anybody else that has had that experience or, but when i like stand next to them or when like it's time for picture time or when it's time for high touch when they, like when <laughs> i see them I'm like oh it's great like they're so beautiful everything i thought like i watch you all year round on the computer now you're here in front of my face all those good feelings mm -hmm. but in the back of my mind there's always like what like just because I'm that kind of person that sees these racially insensitive things, you see them and in the back of your head, you can't help but thinking, what do they think when they see me? Are right. they looking at my pictures or are they looking at my face? What do they think right. about my hair? Do right. I smell different mm. to them? Like you, and it, it hurts me as a fan that I have to think that. I've never thought that by any musical artist I've ever loved and appreciated and listened to their music more than I probably listened to my own mother talk. So right. it's like, like <laughs> when you things like you can't help but think that's what they're thinking and that's not okay for me to think and I paid money to see you and I appreciate what you do and you don't know that I know that because of our language barrier and I can't even show you that because I think these things that 
anything about me. That's not correct. Or, you know, I just have those things in my head that maybe not saying all idols think that when they see us, but there's that that thing in the back of your head that you'll always think that right. no matter what. Right. And right. that's like I can't fully I can't fully enjoy my experience unless I'm in the crowd and you can't see me. But when we're face to face, I have to feel like. Like, I don't know, I have to act like, don't act like your stereotype. Like, why should I have to think that I should just be me and you should be just yourself. be yourself? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I don't, li- I don't like that. Right. That's something that I yeah. know. I've been like, I'm like, no, you should act the way that you would act. You know, just be yourself and whatever they think. That's how you can decide whether to throw a group away or not. Well, to some, like, meet them and you get a vibe. But, yeah, right. I guess the next episode we can talk about when's the point to stop listening to them and when's, because everyone has a different tolerance level or tolerance right, yeah. meet right mm-hmm. like, like red velvet when i saw them this time like wendy didn't give my shine i'm not saying i accept anything she did that's not me saying that but like when i saw red velvet i've been listening to red velvet since i got into k-pop like right they were so emotional like i'm sitting up in the stands like on the brink of tears so happy that i took three years to see them but right. i'm not I mean, that, at that point i was like oh wendy like you bitch you know but right. in the back of my mind I'm like damn wendy i can't even hype you up <laughs> singing that note like all the way because of what you did right that was that's the dream concert when yeah uh, when all uh, when wendy when listen red velvet came on and they played my song the yes. just anthem when they first came on and immediately tears just yes, tears. They make like, you like something about them, right? And then you see, yeah. like, like, I started girl. crying, like tears flowing. Yeah. It was like NCT was before that. I'm shocked I didn't break down crying NCT. But anyway, me too. Oh my god, yeah, it's, the it's girl. When you see them live in person, like what even when I saw saw God Seven too, and we had you know God Seven has had their instances. Um, mm-hmm. not all of them, and that's like I like you know there are I like there are, there are different idols that have had their their run-ins with racial instances, and then there's some who've just been like not like not quiet mute, but they're just like they don't really anything where I'm just like ugh, <laughs> have in the back of my mind. But um, it, it it like forgot to for me when I saw them in person, like it was wow, it was like I like it wasn't even like that wasn't the thing that came to mind, like oh. Jackson, oh, I can't believe you did blah, 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 like, you know, and that's the other thing that we could talk about later is that it kind of sucks because when you're part of a group and there's one member that has done something of a part of a group that you, that just irks your being, irks your soul, it's like, you can't just, same thing with Red Velvet, like, you can't, you can't Uh throw the whole group away, like, Mm. one person. Like, like mm. it's it's just so hard. I mean, I'm I'm not I I'm sure we're not aware of what everyone has done, and I'm sure everybody, many, most idols are innocent in whatever we're talking about, and have not done anything to be racially insensitive. But it's just like, ugh, like, like, do you think that did you have to think that way? That in the back of your mind, like, what do they actually think of me? Like, because you know they're really more focused towards their. Korean fan base and then you have the international fan base after that so it's like when you do these world tours and when you and when you when you come out and when you do these pictures with us like what do you what is really in the back of your mind and, right. and you know mm. you know a lot of people who do these world tours they seem very thankful and appreciative and you know they can't believe that they're actually on this type of stage you know because they just they're really more they think they're just gonna stick more to their home base and and 
and and it, and it makes it really sad because I, I just think that it's just so great that like the world tour, yes, like they're getting more exposure, they're being forced more culture, like they'll like you know even with um, I know we're going on a tangent here, but um, like Monster X's most recent uh, BuzzFeed uh, interview, which which had me in tears because everybody was so cute with puppies, but um. They they said you know between their first world tour and the second world tour they're like we really they really stepped up their language skills like it was like mm. it was insane to me I was just like listening to them and I was like wow I was like they really like put in the time like they really like as they, they like, should <laughs> yeah as they should they really they really put in the time so it's kind of like you know like if the effort's there in that sense will it be there in the other senses to where you're looking at where you're going the <laughs> you're going their different cultures what's okay what's not okay um and you know i think they also did that with another interview but anyway um i think what i'm trying to get at is you know once the instances happen how do the fans feel how do we feel how do we respond how do we take into consideration these actions and how does that translate to the overall perception or the overall feeling within the fandom because that seems to be somewhat of a trending topic now you know you can't sweep this under the rug it's not good to sweep this under the rug we should talk about this we should discuss this um but i think that's going to be for part two correct yeah 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 because yeah. yeah this is this is going on long is- enough <laughs> yeah editing this yes ladies uh, don't worry i'm fine yeah it's actually not that bad at these you know you do uh you do an hour a day and then you're set <laughs> anyway y'all um we're gonna end part one here and we're going to go into part two next week hopefully we won't have any schedule constraints um but is there anything else that you ladies would like to say before we close off because you were saying we're kind of going off on a tangent when you were talking about, you know, them, um, you know, like saying Monster X saying they're learning in English more and da da da. Right. And I was like, actually, in Europe, they're very different to the US. So I think it's just like, I'm not saying they're not completely interested, but right. it's like, okay, you have to act this way in America because I don't know if you noticed, but groups act very different in Europe than they do in America. One host spoke not one word of English on stage. He didn't even care. He didn't try. Like, oh, wow. Ameri- America's a very different ball game and they know how they have to act. I'm telling you. Okay. So, yeah. No, because I was yeah. like, oh, okay. But now that but listen, that, all these oh. interviews I've seen in one host speaking English and I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, know. yeah. Europe is just trash compared to America, basically. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah. to close this off, uh, Sherry, do you have anything else to say? Um, I have many things to say, but let's keep that for part two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. anyway, y'all, uh, part one hopefully wasn't too much of a run around with all the bread and butter and tea spillage. But um, bye. Boy. Do we have do we have any fan questions or was um, it? No, not right now. Uh, okay, there'll question. probably be so, comments for the next two. part. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll probably, yeah. Because we had an hour and thirty minutes. Uh, Lord, yeah, Lord is exactly right. <laughs> um, so uh, for part two, we're going to come back to what we talked about in part one, but more specifically talking about how fandoms or fans of these idols or in the entertainment industry respond to these instances and how that how affects how people of color feel or how people feel who feel that they've been hurt 
by these incidences um, and also go into more of what the um, the comments that you guys left on my Twitter handle about what you want us to talk about and what you want us to dress in this in this uh, episode three part one and two of this series. Uh, but with that being said, guys, I'm going to end this podcast here. Please feel free to share it. Please feel free to like it. You can listen to it on this Anchor app, or you can listen to it on my YouTube channel, Sid the Kid. You can also find us on uh, iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts as well. That recently just happened, as well as uh, Spotify Desktop, which I was not aware we were able to share on that. Ooh. On that, I know. Oh, on, that, on, that, uh, on that platform. But yes, that is also available. So there are many different platforms for you guys to listen to us and to uh, just, you know, join the conversation. So with that being said, I am ready to take a quick power nap before my next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I will talk to all of y'all next time for part two. Stay tuned and we will see y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>